Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is, whatever it is, wherever you are. Hi, it's your host, Lizzie. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast today for episode 56. Can you believe it? We're 56 podcast episodes in. If you love this podcast, would you do me a favor? The best way you can give back to me is just go leave a review in iTunes. So the Postpartum Coach Podcast It's pretty simple to do that. You can Google it, but just taking three or four minutes to put some thoughts together to help other moms find this podcast and to show me your love would be greatly appreciated. Um, My numbers here on the podcast, our numbers, I should say, because it's like a community of all of us are growing you guys. And that's really exciting. And so because of that, I just wanted to reintroduce myself really quick. My name is Lizzie Langston. I had three kids in four years. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, passionate about my Savior and about helping women who love Christ and follow Christ to come closer to Him through dropping shame and replacing it with love for him. And so a lot of times what happens is we get stuck in our imperfections on the way to becoming more like him. We know we need to become more like him. We know he's asked us to become perfect over time, right? And we get a little bit focused on that and we start resisting our imperfections and we get caught up in shame and guilt for not being enough. And this especially I've noticed as I've helped lots of moms and frankly, As I've been a mom who felt very inadequate in her motherhood, who felt very inadequate raising kids and staying at home and having mental health challenges, I've noticed that this comes up with motherhood and then postpartum even more specifically. I think postpartum, we just slow down so much. So I'm so excited to delve into this topic deeper today on the podcast. Last but not least, before I get into this subject, I want to let you know, and I'm going to let you know a little bit more about this towards the end of the episode, so tune in to that as well, but I want to let you know that next Friday, July 31st, I am offering a free training on the topic of I am enough, how to believe this. I'm going to be sharing a couple stories and moments in my life where I had the opportunity to be so broken that I had no other choice than to go to the savior and learn how to give my weaknesses to him and how to believe that I'm enough. I'm going to be sharing why we get stuck in and hung up on the belief that we're not enough and how that totally consumes us as women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and other women otherwise as well. And then I'm going to be talking about how to really give your shame over to Christ and to actually feel like you're enough because of him and through him. How does that actually happen? Like we know it can, we've seen that change in others. Maybe we've experienced pieces of it in our lives, but how do we really do that once and for all so we can get over being lost and consumed in our imperfection and in the depressiveness and the anxiety, and we can truly be on the path of serving others because we are filled up with grace. 
Now, I want to be clear here. Christ is the solution, but sometimes some of us need some help really, truly getting out of our tangled up mind and emotions and being able to lay things at his feet. And so that's what coaching's for. And so on that free training, you'll also learn more about how you can work with me to achieve that same end through the medium of coaching. To register for that free training, you can go to the show notes of this episode. Okay. And the the registration will be there. And you can also join my email list. If you haven't yet already, I give tons of free value there and you'll never miss podcast episodes or announcements if you're on that. So to do that, you can also go see the show notes of this episode. All right. Without further ado, we're going to talk about three things on today's episode. First, I'm going to kind of set up some context by telling a little bit more very clearly about our human condition And what very easily sets the trap for this tendency to focus on perfectionism and just sort of get a little bit lost in that as we are on our path to discipleship. And then I'm going to talk about what we normally do as disciples and what we can do instead. And I'm going to offer my specific solution and different approach to our weaknesses that I feel like involves Christ more And as always, if you want more help with anything I teach here today, if you want personalized help to leave nothing to chance, come book a consult with me to do that. You can always just go to the show notes. All right. So first, our human condition. We are subject to illness, right? Ever since Eve partook of the fruit and Adam joined her and did as well, we know that mankind was separated from God's presence. Before they partook of the fruit, they lived with God in the Garden of Eden. He maybe wasn't always there, but he was able to come there. They were able to be in his presence. And now, after partaking of the fruit and breaking a commandment, they were in need of a savior, right? And they were also cast out of the garden. And the rest of us, the seed of Adam and Eve, have been out of God's presence ever since. Now, we are not responsible for Adam and Eve's stuff. Like we're not responsible that they broke a commandment or whatever. That's their own stuff between them and the Lord. But we all are imperfect just like them. And we make mistakes and we sin and we do all the things. And so we need help. And I want to just reiterate here that the fall of Adam and Eve was part of the plan, right? Now, do you remember from um, the scriptures from, I'm, I'm like, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not like a great scriptorian. So don't like expect me to know where everything is in the Bible or anything, but I will just say like in the Bible. And then if you're a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it's in the Pearl of Great Price, but we can read a little bit more about how Satan was basically came up and was like shaming them for their misdeed or whatever, their partaking of the fruit, right? God had told them not to do that, but he had also told them to procreate and they couldn't do that without partaking of the fruit. So there was kind of this contradicting commandment situation going on. And the first thing that Satan did is he was like, go hide. Basically, you're not good enough for God anymore. Go hide. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, I want you to just tuck that away in the back of your mind for later in this episode, but notice how shame is an instrument that Satan uses to keep us farther and farther away from our God and also our Savior who can fix the problems that we've created for ourselves. So now... Here we are, the seed of Adam and Eve, and we have a contradiction built into us. Just like partaking of the fruit, we have this contradiction of we've been commanded to become perfect, but we have our mortal brain. I like to call it the monkey brain. I see it when I'm getting coached, and I see it when I coach other women. It is so interesting. This monkey brain, this lower brain that we have that is less evolved than our higher selves, And I'll explain that in a minute, but the monkey brain or the lower brain really wants us to just do what is familiar above all else. Anything that is familiar is safer to the monkey brain. (laughs) I like calling it the monkey brain. Even if something new is really good, our brain will always resist something that's new in favor of something that's familiar, even if the new thing can help us. So that's really interesting. The lower brain also loves what is safe. And so it's always looking out for danger and seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, right? And the lower brain likes what's efficient. What's the fastest way to do it? How can we conserve calories? So we have that brain in our body right now. And it actually works against our higher brain, which is the part of us that's more evolved. I even think, I kind of think of the higher brain as our spirit as well. It's the part of us that seeks for the good and wants something beyond what we have now that dreams and plans. We're wanting to overcome our weaknesses. This is all the higher brain's doing in the higher brain's domain. And so coaching really helps you, um, still do what your higher brain wants, but not be fighting against or be held back by that lower brain, but to be able to get the lower brain on board. And it's a real art to doing it. But I think it's so interesting how we we have this contradiction. So it's, again, I believe it's part of the plan. I don't think it's an accident that we have the carnal mind and the higher brain. And we have to become who we want to become and achieve perfection with this laggy, lower brain that wants to hold us back all the time. And so that is why we need the atoning power of Jesus Christ. If we're going to ever become perfect and also, um, be worthy enough. And one day to live with God again, we need repentance continually and to partake of the atonement of Jesus Christ grace, right? Because as we sit right now, justice, because there are laws that allow people to get into heaven. Like not just, not just anybody can actually be in God's presence, even though he created us and he loves us. We have to be fit for the presence of God. And so there are laws, which means there is justice, which means that if you're imperfect, you need grace. Now here's what happens. So that's all kind of the context I'm setting up with the human condition. Okay. In the book of Mormon, I'll just add to that really quickly in Mosiah chapter three, verse 19, it tells us, and it kind of sets up this. It says, the natural man is an enemy to God. 
right? We're not fit for God's presence. We're the opposite of God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient. Pause. I'm like, basically everything that goes against the lower brain. This is not the carnal brain. This is, this is the higher brain full of love, willing to submit to all things, which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child does submit to his father. So you can see through my description of the lower brain, how that's not going to be super helpful. That lower brain is totally working against us, but this is what makes life fun. This is what makes the work for us. And that's what I love. And it's also why we need our savior. So also in the book of Mormon is a little bit about our weaknesses and how they fit into the plan. So in ether chapter 12, verse 27, it says that if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. This is, um, like basically Christ talking. If men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. Okay, so what I love about this verse and the reason it plays into what we're talking about is that weaknesses are there and they are in us and this carnal mind is in us for a purpose. It is to bring us into humility so that we can access grace. So we don't actually have to fight to overcome our imperfection. And we actually don't have to stay in despair of we are not enough. We just need to humble ourselves and partake of the grace of Christ and know that he is enough. And so because of him, we are enough for the time being. His grace is sufficient. It is all that we need. Now, this might not be the first time that you've heard these verses as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you aren't a member of that church, probably is the first time. Welcome. Welcome to the Book of Mormon. (laughs) But here's what I want to offer is that even though we logically know that Christ's grace is sufficient on a logical level, right? We don't always know how to let go of the struggle against ourselves, the struggle against the imperfect and the carnal within us. And sometimes we get so focused from a really good place, like from a place of really understanding the plan and understanding that we need to overcome these things. We get so focused on trying to overcome them that we kind of have a basket full of guilt and shame for not being enough, for feeling like we're not enough, for feeling like we're not doing enough. And we kind of forget the last step, which is to take the basket of shame and to put it at the feet of Jesus Christ and to exchange it for his grace. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. And I don't know what it is, but that natural man in us, I think sometimes is just like, really, can it just, can it be that easy? How do we even do that? And I also think, here's the other thing, our brain, 
like I said, it's human and it's carnal and whatever. And so we get stuck. Like even if we wanted to genuinely hand over our shame for not being enough and our guilt, we don't know how to, because the same thoughts that we've been thinking for years that oftentimes are in like either our mother's voice or in the voice of somebody who gave a lesson at church or some well-intentioned person who kind of misunderstood and was also missing the point and like not giving their stuff to the savior and offering shame and guilt. Okay. So whoever, for whatever reason, the problem becomes that our brain gets so used to thinking in shame and guilt, like these thought loops is what I call them, that we can't get out of them. Even if we tried, like they're actually becomes a need for, um, some untangling of our mind. And that's coaching. That is what I do with women who are members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I also have um, clients who are not members of this particular church, but I do, I can tell you that all of my clients have some essence of a deep faith and a desire or a belief in God. And so, um, yeah, so coaching is, oftentimes when we are stuck in shame is the solution. Now I'm hoping that many of you don't even need coaching and what I have next to share will be enough. But if it's not, or even if you're just more curious and you want help going past the logical understanding of the atonement and actually using it, I want you to know that using it happens through your thoughts. And so that's what the free training is going to be for. Okay, so I just want to remind you before I give you this last little piece here today that the free training we're going to go over again, I'm going to share a couple really yummy personal stories that I haven't really shared before to anyone else, like in a public setting. So I'm really excited. I actually did talk about one of them in one of my Instagram TV videos, um, but it wasn't in more of a spiritual context. So I'm going to share a couple personal stories and I'm going to teach you what's required to get out of those negative thought loops. And I'm also going to shed more light on why and how we do get stuck in the shame and the guilt that keeps us feeling like we're not enough, that keep us feeling hopeless too. And I want to offer that partly the depressiveness and anxiety that we're seeing postpartum, I wouldn't even say partly, partly, I will say it always comes back to shame and guilt. You cannot be depressed if there isn't shame in your body. Let me say that again. You can't be depressed if there isn't shame. And so if you don't know what your shame is, come to the free training, we will find it. And if you do have an idea of what it's centered around, come to the free training and we can help you get out of it and give you those tools. And you can also learn more about working with me one-on-one to do this intensive work together. Um, but the last thing I want to say here is I just want to echo the words of Nephi. So for those who might not know, Nephi is, um, a, was, I should say a prophet, and he is one of the writers in the book of Mormon. And he, um, got to a place where his dad had just died and his dad was like a really important figure in his life. I'm sure many of us can relate to that. Just a giant spiritual giant and really good person that helped their family get out of a lot of hard times and, you know, led them through literally the wilderness to be able to create a whole new sustainable life for their family and get out of harm's way. And so his dad passes away and it's interesting because this is really an emotional time for him. I had imagined and so I want to, I want to just read a little bit again, I'm going to send you off with some hope. I want to read, read a little bit of Nephi's words. This is called Nephi's lamentation. He's just really kind of discouraged at his imperfections, but I want you to see how he gives it to God. All right. So he says, 
He says, nevertheless, notwithstanding the great goodness of the Lord in showing me his great and marvelous works, basically throughout his whole life, right? My heart exclaimeth, O wretched man that I am. Yea, my heart sorroweth because of my flesh. My soul grieveth because of mine iniquities. I am encompassed about because of the temptations and the sins which do so easily beset me. And when I desire to rejoice, my heart groaneth because of my sins. Nevertheless, I know in whom I have trusted. My God hath been my support. He hath led me through mine afflictions in the wilderness, and he hath preserved me upon the waters of the great deep. He hath filled me with his love, even unto the consuming of my flesh. Okay, I'm going to pause here. So one of the strategies he does to bring you know, the savior back into his whole weakness, despair, and the shame that he has of not being enough is he starts to remember all the things that God has done for him in his life. So the first thing I want you to do is go back and look at all the times God has supported you, has sent you an angel in the form of a friend, you know, has, um, bailed you out. In other words, has forgiven you. When have you felt God in your life? Okay. I'm going to continue. He says, he hath filled me with his love, even unto the consuming of my flesh. He hath confounded mine enemies unto the causing of them to quake before me. Behold, he hath heard my cry by day and hath given me knowledge by visions in the night. Um, I'm going to skip up a little bit. And he said, um, Oh, then if I have seen so great things, if the Lord in his condescension unto the children of men hath visited them in so much mercy, why should my heart weep and my soul linger in the valley of sorrow and my flesh waste away and my strength slacken because of mine afflictions? Why should I yield to sin because of my flesh? And I'm going to say not even sin. And this is me interjecting here. I'm going to say also, why should I yield to shame? I have God. Yea, why should I give way to temptations that the evil one have place in my heart to destroy my peace? And I also want to say that shame is the evil one, right? Destroying our peace as well, especially unnecessary shame that we can repent and overcome through through grace, right? Um, to destroy my peace and afflict my soul. Why am I angry because of mine enemy? Awake my soul, no longer droop in sin. Rejoice, O my heart, and give place no more for the enemy of my soul. That is my invitation to you, my lovely friends, is to give place no more for this shame that sucks you in. If you're feeling depressive, if you are convinced that you're not enough, and if it feels almost repulsive to you to believe anything otherwise, I want you to join me in my free training on Thursday, July 31st, 2020 at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. The link to register is in the show notes. If you're in my either of my Facebook groups, Mothers in Quarantine or LDS Women Postpartum Support, I'm going to drop the link in there. So don't worry, you'll get your hands on it. You can always join my email list to get it too, which is the link is in these show notes as well. I can't wait to teach you more on this subject. So get registered and I'll see you next week on Friday. Take care. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.